Jello. What up? Nothing, what up with you? Oh, you know. Same old shit, different IE. Um. Yeah, no, that's pretty much the gist of it. <laughs> uh, well, was there anything cool during the week or over the weekend to report? I mean, I went and saw Endgame again. Um, for my nice. second viewing. Uh, I took the wife this time, and uh, we went and watched that. So, yeah. Um, other than that, um, nah, man. Kids' birthday parties and shit, man. I, I, I hear there's a lot of that when you have children's. Yeah. I mean, we, we're, we're fortunate that we, have, we haven't had to go to a lot of these yet. Um, but this is, this was for Dylan, who used to live next door to us in, uh, okay. at the old place, so, that's always nice. a good time. So, you know, it was good, it was chill. Um, how was, uh, how was yours? Alright, no, nothing exciting to report. Nothing? There's a friend of mine who was, um, was in a band and, and recently had a kid, and he's got like a, I don't know, she's like, she, I think she's a year old now, but I said something to him about six months ago, like, your life seems to be a lot of birthday parties and cupcakes now. He's <laughs> like, that's all the fuck it is, man. <laughs> oh, man. It looks, I'm never going to hate on cupcakes, though. No. Um, I would probably talk shit on those nasty-ass store brand cupcakes, though. You would. Some be- of those, yeah. They're just so too sweet. Some of those are just too sweet. <laughs> yeah, see, that's your problem. That's not my problem. <laughs> you know what, though? I would probably just wipe off about half of the frosting and then eat it anyway. It's a dick move, son. Why? You want my frosting? I mean, like, there can never be too sweet a fucking cupcake, man. Yeah. Yeah, there can. No. uh -uh. (laughs) Not today, Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. You like peeps, right? Yeah, man. And, like, cotton candy and shit? Yep. So just straight pour the sugar down your throat, pretty pour much? Pour some sugar on my <laughs> Pour some sugar down your throat! <laughs> yeah, it's, it, dude, I don't, I don't discriminate when it comes to sweets. I Are just there any don't... sweets you don't like? Do you eat those orange circus peanuts? Yes. Oh my god, those are disgusting. Black licorice? And those, and those like round, those big round egg things that used to come out around Easter, but you don't see them so much anymore because nobody fucking ate them. The Cadbury I don't even know what was inside. What? Cadbury no. eggs? No, 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 no. They were like round and sugary, but they were like the size of almost like a real egg, but like skinnier. Oh. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? I don't oh. remember what they were. They no. were just they were just shit in my basket that was gross and I didn't touch. Nah, man. It's look. I'll discriminate till the cows come home against food and shit like. Like a real ass food, but when it comes to sweets, I that's it's a battle royal, man. It's a battle royal in my mouth. <laughs> well, what's your favorite kind of sweet? Gummy bears. So I mean, like candy would be number one, not like cake or ice cream or like pie. The man know what he likes. <laughs> you know what he likes. Um, I mean, look, I'm never gonna say. I'm never going to say no to, like, a key lime pie, because that's, like, my super jam. Um, okay. But, like, if it's, like, like a like a instant I need something right quick, it's, it's fucking gummy bears. Like, for me, it's, like, lately it's, like, cake. Like, any, like any kind of fucking cake. Like, I'm all about any kind of, like, cake, cupcake, 
like any kind of sweet bread is like my weakness, like a muffin or like a, a Danish or like a donut. <laughs> you preach another choir, man. <laughs> yeah. Every time, every time my boss has a has a has a, a rough a rough day, she goes, "Man, you know what? I, I could really go for cupcakes and margarita." I'm like, "Stop teasing me with that shit, man." <laughs> Do you keep desserts in your house? Do you have desserts? Yes. So do you, eat, do you so, have dessert every night? I try not to, but um, usually, kind of, usually I, I'll have like some chocolate. So like, um, just some pieces of chocolate or something. Yeah, candy. Yeah, none of that dark chocolate bullshit. I need some milk chocolate in my mouth. Um, so normally, like, I'll either get like a, a Hershey's bar or um, or a Trader Joe's actually makes like these chocolate bars that are pretty decent too. So I'll usually probably have you know a few of those. I usually actually keep a, a, a bag of those Dove dark chocolate squares in my fridge, and they'll last like a couple months because I'll just grab like one or two every now and then. Oh, so you get but, like the bag or whatever? Yeah, it's like a little bag, like a little half pound bag maybe. Yeah. But like my mom, my mom will get them, and they'll like she'll go through them in like a week. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. That, it, she's the type that like just can't have this shit in the house, or she's gonna eat it. I I, I told my uh, I told my mother in law because like every time we would go down there, or she would come up, like she would bring us like fucking sweets or would make something and shit to the point where it was getting a little ridiculous. So I had to be like, look, if if you want if you want me to do IT shit for you, you have to stop bringing this shit or I'm going to not do this shit for you no more. <laughs> like we always have dessert here, but we don't always have dessert. Like tonight he just had a bowl of cereal. That's usually his go-to. Oh, that's my morning but jam. He don't eat cereal for breakfast. He only eats it for dessert. Uh. Um we always have those break and bake chocolate chip cookies. If we ever just feel like we want like a dozen cookies, we'll mm. throw those in. Mm. But, and but think, like how long would it take you to eat the, those cookies? Well, I use, there's like, uh, I mean like there's just kind of usually always a package in there, but we'll have them maybe, uh, I don't know. It's actually been like, I don't know, about about a week or so since we had them. I, don't, I mean, not maybe a couple times a month. But they'll last you a week? Like, no, it's had, it's been a week since we had them, I said. But how long do they usually last you when you make a batch? I will make a dozen at a time. And so we'll both we'll just make one dozen. Like the break and bake, we'll only bake. Yeah, half no, of I know it. what you're saying. I'm just asking so how we'll, long no, will that we'll dozen sit, last. Oh no, we'll sit down and eat that that night because it's just six each. It's just oh, between the two of okay, us. See, and then and then like a couple weeks later we'll throw the other dozen in the oven, is what I'm you know. Oh, okay. I see, I see. So that so yeah, we make them and we eat them that night, but we only make like I said, we only make a dozen, so and they're not sitting around. And if we don't eat them all that night, we do like yeah, we'll throw them in a bag and we'll eat mm-hmm. them the next day. But um like is that a bat a, one of those? Like it's like like two two dozen will probably sit in there for like a month or maybe even more. So so when Girl Scout cookie season comes do you like partake or not if they're around i might pick some up but i'm i didn't go hunt them down this year i don't think i even had any this year because i didn't see any around and what's usually your jam of those we just we just get um thin mints that's all you guys get yeah hmm and it's like we always usually have my number two when it comes to those because usually i like them smalls yeah, I like those, but I don't think husband likes them because they got a little coco- they got a little bit of coconut in them. Yeah, I can I can handle a little bit of coconut. I like I'm okay with those. Yeah, and we always keep um, vanilla ice cream in there and like chocolate syrup. 
So sometimes also I'll throw a, like vanilla ice cream in a mug and throw a little bit of chocolate syrup on it for dessert mm. or something like that. That sounds but, delicious. But like I said, even though we have that shit, I don't have it every night. But if there was a piece of cake in there, I would eat that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's how I'm trying to explain my dessert hierarchy. So cake and then everything. Cookies and then everything cake, else. Probably goes cake, warm cook has to be warm cookies. Hmm. Yeah, I would still throw like banana bread and like shit like that in there too. Like I said, any, any kind of that bread. Oh my god, like a fucking warm cinnamon roll. Mmm, mm, that does sound delicious. Sometimes I'll buy those Pillsbury rolls or whatever they are. Just keep them in my fridge, just in case I want some fucking warm cinnamon rolls. <laughs> god but usually I only pick them up if they're on sale, and they haven't been on sale for a long time. Oh man, I see that. See, that's the problem. I can't pick up shit like that because like that shit will get eaten in like twenty minutes. Like I, like, but, yeah, like, like I said, I have to it's be not like I pick it up all the to, time. Yeah, I have to be selective on what sits in here because it, it will get eaten. It won't be like, oh yeah, remember these? Nah, nah. The, the shit, shit, everything has a, sh- a quick shelf life here. Because we are so Yeah, there's only two of us here, so it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like, if that shit's gone, then that means you ate it without me, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, I mean. Look, Just man, saying. and that's that's and that's some cold blooded shit too, because it's like, with with other food, it's like, ah, all right, you ate that, that's fine, whatever. But it's like, yo, did yeah. did you eat the last cookies? Um, yeah. Oh yeah, there was only like two left. I'm like, you couldn't have left one behind. We'll buy these things that like I'll buy these things that like cinnamon rolls, and they have like six in them, and sometimes they'll be in there for like a week or whatever, and I'll eventually like eat them all, and he'll be like, I didn't get any of them. Like, dude, they were there for a week. <laughs> <laughs> You had your chance. I don't know what you were sleeping on. (laughs) Your window of opportunity has closed. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Sorry. I like dessert. Sorry. Yeah, no. Dessert's my jam. I love me some dessert. Life's too short to not have dessert. Yeah. Preach. I mean, I'd rather just fucking eat dessert first. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want some gummy bears. So if it's candy, um, I'll I'll tend to go to um, sour uh, watermelons. Like 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 um like a hard candy like like this. Uh... No, like the gummies in the bag, oh, like Sour okay. Patch Kids okay. makes a sour watermelon version. Gotcha. And I like that. Yeah, no, those are good. They oh, noticed they just I... came out with this sour strawberry too, and I was like, get the fuck out of here! Ah, oh, damn! You know what I haven't had in a while is a Jolly Rancher. I can't tell you last time I had a Jolly Rancher. Like a good watermelon Jolly Rancher. Mm. Doesn't that sound delicious? Remember the, remember the stick form? Yeah. That you had to and like, they would like, fucking kind of stick like to your teeth. And shit. You're like, oh, oh. they stuck yeah. on my fucking teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good. And like you'd buy them from the store and then you'd like drop it before you got home. And you're like, fuck, because you just broke it all. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. It's funny that yep. it would break like that, but when you started eating it, like it was like... You, you, you were chewing on rubber. There was no break in that shit. Like, no. Mm, I can't hear. <laughs> there's this dope. There's a. There's this dope like candy store in the mall called. Um, fuck. What is it called? I get. I'm on their fucking mailing list now. And they got like different candies and shit from all over the world. And it is so good. And they're like, the back wall is just gummy bears. Like, different styles and different flavors and shit. It's 
fucking majestic, man. It's <laughs> so dope. Lately, I've been buying those bark thins too. Once in a while, bark it's thins. Like, yeah, you get, they're in the candy section. It comes in a bag. It's like dark cho- chocolate with like pretzel bits in it. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it's pretty fabulous. <laughs> Damn, that sounds real good. Mm-hmm. Bark thins. Where, where at? What store? It's in the it's in the candy aisle at the grocery store. Oh, okay. It's like you know the section that's got like your your chocolate covered like um, blueberries and like you know. Oh yeah yeah. Uh, but in a bag, you know how they sell them in the bag. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's right next to those. Fuck man! All right, bark, bark thins. They do a um, they do one that's dark chocolate and pretzels, and they do one that's dark chocolate with almonds. But the pretzels is way better. My mom actually, my mom and I actually had them on a plane one time, and I'm like, oh my god, these are the bomb. <laughs> new jam, new jam. Yeah, good shit. Mm. <laughs> sweet stuff. Let's start the show. Sweet. Oh, candy. 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 Give me those candies. Give me those candies. <laughs> What up, party people? Party people. Party people. Chiba and X. What? Goody Squad, uh, episode 65? Fuck, I didn't even look tonight. God damn it. I was, I've been on such a roll of like, oh shit, I have to look and see what episode we're on. And then like I totally like, totally blanked on it. I'm going to say... My gu- that's my guesstimate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess as well. And if it's not sixty-five, it's sixty-four. But I have a feel, I feel that feels I familiar f- already. I feel like that was already last week. Yeah, we we didn't mention that. Like we're at retiring age now. Oh, good. I get my AARP card and shit. <laughs> yeah, I get the fucking uh, the, the, that special menu on the back back side of the menu of uh, of Denny's. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, fucking get to sit in a golf cart all day. Oh man, doesn't that sound? Are you gonna t- are you gonna take up golf when you retire? No, I fucking hate golf. Um, you just want to sit in the cart? I just want to sit in the cart. I love golf carts. Oh. All right, go. Nah, cool. I like. <laughs> I hate golf. I just like the carts. Yeah. <laughs> now, if it's a mini mini golf, all right. Well, then maybe I'll drive a a cart around mini golf but <laughs> i was gonna say you need a cart around mini golf <laughs> yeah man i'm gonna be 65 years old i'm not gonna walk anywhere i've already we paid could, my we dues. could get we could just get you one of those little zoom scooters and you can go everywhere no 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 it's got to be a golf cart oh it's got to be a golf cart i want something right, that, that that has got a little, little bit of a pick me up got to be a golf cart I mean, shit, you can pimp one of those little scooters out. You can put, like, drink holders and, like, sound system and shit on it. <laughs> I, I, I want a golf cart on spinners. <laughs> shit. Is spinners See, still a th- even a thing still? I hope not. Spinners. Spinners. Remember when spinners uh, were... Wait, 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 wait. You mean fidget spinners? <laughs> oh, man. Can you, can you imagine if, like, you spent all these years, like, saving money to get yourself some, like, spinning rims and shit... And then, like, you put them on your car, and you're all happy, and the next thing you know, they're, like, out of style, and you're the asshole with fucking spinning rims. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm sure that happened. Isn't it ironic, don't you think? <laughs> oh, oh, all right. We're on there. <laughs> so the Met Gala was the first Monday in May. So, so first Monday in May. So what do we know about this gala of Met? Well, previously all I knew about it was that famous people showed up in really fancy attire. Okay. But I learned today you that it's actually it's actually a fundraiser for the museum and it's actually their biggest fundraiser of the year. Oh. And actually this year they actually raised more money than ever. They actually raised 15 million this year and previously Wait. it was 13, 13 million. Like in like what? Yeah. They raised 15 million dollars. Yeah. So I got to put on a gala and shit to get people to give me fucking $15 million? Yeah. And from what I understand, the celebrities are invited. So who's paying those tickets? Are the designers paying to get the celebrities to go in their outfits? I don't know who's paying. Or just like rich people so they can go to the shit. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're like, Probably. oh, you come in free because you're going to drop some money. Yeah. Now, now I'm assuming you saw some of these pictures then of some of these people dressed up. I did. I actually quite enjoy the outfits, looking the, the outfits the next day of the Met Gala. This year, the theme was camp, which was great because then that was even a more excuse to take it over the top. Okay. Um, what makes me laugh is that they even still do it like a worst and best dress list. It's like the fucking theme was camp. Can you really even have a worst dress list? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that just yeah. seems wrong. Yeah. I mean, anything goes if the if the fucking theme is camp. And there were some camp outfits. There were some great fucking outfits. So you sent me the Jawatch Gaga in her outfit. Oh, yeah. And her reveals and shit. Uh, yeah. That was pretty fucking spectacular, I have to say. That, that, I mean, that so was the, a whole to-do by itself. So the first dress she comes out on the carpet is, is this huge freaking hot pink just monstrosity. It took like six people to freaking carry it. And I love that they were all decked out, too. They had... um umbrellas like black umbrellas and shit like that they were part of it and then the, the the guy who actually designed it was um with her and so he steps up and he unzips the pink dress to reveal a next dress with which is this black kind of poofy dress uh, and then he unzips that and there's even a skinnier hot pink dress and then he unzips that and there's like she's pretty much now in like you know bra panties stockings high heels gaga it was pretty fabulous, actually, I thought. Yeah, it was a quite of a presentation. It was, it was quite of a presentation. And almost every reveal, she, like, she first came out, she had, like, you know, in the in the pink and had these, like, gold eyelashes, which were crazy. And then, like, in the next dress with the, with the black, she put some sunglasses on over it or something and then was holding different props. And I mean, she knows how to work the fucking cameras, that's yeah. for damn sure. You, you ever seen her, uh, her Netflix... Uh documentary is it on netflix i did it's very good yeah yeah that's pretty good it is very good uh, yeah she's a little hard-working uh hard-working little diva that's for sure mm-hmm. um katie perry never disappoints in wearing a crazy ass fucking outfit her first outfit pretty much she was dressed like a chandelier <laughs> and then later on at an after party she was dressed like a cheeseburger stop really <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Kim Kardashian's look. She was modeling after Bridget Bardot as if she came right out of the water. So she had like a, a wet hairstyle 
Wasn't she wearing like a corset or something too? All these kind of crystals hanging off of her that made her look like she was wet. Yeah. And dripping. Yeah. And then Kylie and Kendall came and they were wearing, I think Versace, I don't remember, but they picked these kind of matching outfits and Kendall wore like orange, like an evening gown with his feather ensemble behind her. And then Kylie wore like lavender. Like the whole thing is like the the dress itself is really body tight and you can see through it, but he's got these she's got these huge feathers as sleeves and on the bottom. So her sister's in orange and she's in lavender. And the jokes were hilarious because even Kendall herself posted a picture of the dumb and dumber guys and then them because <laughs> their fucking tuxedos are all orange and the same color. Oh, wow, that's dope. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um and Katie Holmes actually and uh, Jamie Foxx went together. It was kind of their first public public appearance like that what, as a what couple. They're to, oh, they're together? You didn't know Jamie, they were together? Katie. They've been together for like 10 years, but they keep it really secret and on the DL and they don't do public shit together. Well, then, and you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, they, they, they did a good job then because I was like, what? Cardi B wore this crazy ass red huge she looks dress. Like, she looks like somebody that would be out of the fucking fifth element and shit. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these people did. I mean, huge fucking train that was like round, I mean, not just long, but round. And um, But the funny thing is, is like, she's got um, sparkles on her boobs. She actually has like sequins nipples, and there's a little piece of sequins over her over her downstairs area, and then she's got sequins over her ass, too. Oh, funny. <laughs> Damn, she's uh. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's Cardi B. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I always like it because I, I think it's pretty entertaining. It's like, you know, you see some people wear some crazy-ass shit, and then, like, you know, like this. And then Penelope Cruz just shows up and, like, oh, well, that's just a nice dress. Where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like... Are you sure you're at the right party? Right. I mean, okay, remember Lizzo? I've been talking about Lizzo lately. Yep, yep. My girl Lizzo got invited this year, and it's like, that's how you show out, bitch. That's how you show out. Jeez. Fucking feathers, pink wig. I mean, yeah, when you're invited to the Met Gala, then fucking be Met Gala. Aquafina got to go, as did Sarah Paulson and Mindy Kaling. And I said, oh, shit, don't rob the joint. <laughs> well, you, you know who my favorite, um, my favorite celebrity that ended up showing up at that shit was? Who? <laughs> Damn near labored Amy Schumer who showed up in her uh oh yeah in her house clothes so, and shit because she was headed to the hospital to have her kid and shit. Yeah, I was gonna mention that. I was, I was gonna include it in the in the uh, Met news. She was on her way to give birth, so she stopped by uh, in her sweats. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, she's that'd been like, awesome. Like walked the whole runway and everything like that. <laughs> like damn near like moments from like having a kid and shit. Pretty funny. Fucking hilarious. Let's see. You sent me an article that says Waze is like blowing Sesame Street's cover and going to tell everybody how to get to fucking Sesame Street now? Yeah, man. That's kind of messed up. Well, I mean, shit, at least it Look, man, I, all I ask for my GPS is to work. So if I'm asking you where the fuck Sesame Street is, then I, I, I would appreciate it if you told me where the fuck Sesame Street was. I'm just seeing it turn into this whole Super Bloom Poppy shit. No, no. People are going to turn out in droves and fucking ruin it now. No. They're going to ruin it! They can't step on, on fucking Oscar and ruin it. Like, it's not those little bitch-ass flowers. 
but they're going to fucking go to the street and ruin it and, like, trash it and leave their gum and graffiti it you, and make you, it... You did see where Oscar lives, right? Okay, but he's not the only one that lives on Sesame Street. Uh, but he but he lives in a trash can. Okay, but no, Mr. Hooper didn't live in a trash can, and fucking Fuck Bert and Ernie didn't live in a trash can, and Big Bird didn't live in a trash can. So I'm assuming there are nicer places to reside on Sesame Street. No, man, they can go down to... Then Ave- the sanitation department. They can go down to Avenue Q. They'll be fine. Okay, so what you're saying is you're not worried about it because Sesame Street's just going to be a garbage alley when they get there anyway? It's going to be a dumpster fire. Oh, all right, well, cool, then fuck it. Cool, cool, cool. Put it on GPS. Direct cool, cool, cool. everybody there. Cool, cool, cool. You Come can, watch you the can, dumpster you, fire. Not everything, not everything can be fucking poppy fucking fields of whateverness. So, where is Sesame Street? Did you look it up? Uh, I think it was in uh, somewhere in New York. That makes sense. Yeah. Too far to drive from here. I'll just have well, to next, like write an IOU. Next time you're in New York. Yeah. You'll have to pop it in your step, GPS. Step by, stop by and, and get disappointed because nobody's there. It's like, oh man. So so it's like this link you sent me was just an IG link and it doesn't even, can't even click on it. I got no story. I got nothing. I got no info. Damn. That's it? That's all it says? No, after, there, was, after, there, there was something. Maybe it, it expired or something. Expiries. Hmm. 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 All right. Um, Rick Schroeder was arrested for domestic violence. Did you see that? Did you see that? Oh, man. It's like the first Fucking thing. Fucking way to go, Rick. It's the first thing you sent me, like, after, like... Like uh, it's, it's like the first article that you sent me, like on this new like for this 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 episode. And I'm like, oh man, god damn it, man! Rick Schroeder arrested for failing to domestic violence second time in 30 days. Come on, you man. bitch! Supposedly punched his girlfriend in the face. God damn it, man! What is wrong with these dudes? Stop punching women, dude! Just just fucking walk away. Like just Great. walk away. Let them be, look, if, if, if they're the crazy ones, then let them be the crazy ones, but don't fucking take it out on them. And if they're not the crazy ones and, and you're just an asshole, then fucking stop it, man. Just stop hitting women, dude. Just stop. What a, just stop. What a dick. Stop. What a, what a dick. You are not, you are, we are not on friendly terms anymore, Mr. Rick. Nope. I am not going to watch Silver Spoons with Glee. No. I don't care how cool your video games are or your train track that runs around your house. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I'll just cheer on Jason Bateman and Alfonso Rivera. Oh, my God. I forget Jason Bateman was on that thing. Right? So long ago. He's doing pretty good for himself. Uh, yeah, and I think he's he's drank, like, vampire blood because that dude doesn't age. That's true. He looks the same. Fuck, man. Um, I thought this was super cool news. For the first time ever in history. Of? <laughs> of history? The world. Of the world? Miss America, Miss Teen USA, and Miss USA are all black women. That's so fucking dope. Hi. And I read a little article on this little Miss Teen USA because she was rocking a little afro. She goes, I decided to wear my natural hair for the last couple of years. She stopped straightening her hair and putting extensions and stuff because she's like, why fight it? I'm just going to embrace yeah. it. Fuck yeah. She, she was from Connecticut. God, Super cute. I hope some racist piece of shit had a coronary when when he found that shit out and died. <laughs> and you just died. 
for being racist. Yeah, super cute. That's dope, dude. Like, good on, good on America for that. At least we're good for something at that point. Chelsea Christ, 28, when Miss USA. Kaylee Garris, 18, when Miss Teen USA. And they joined Nia Franklin, 25, who was crowned as 2019 Miss America in September. Fuck yeah. Let's keep that shit up. Black Girl Magic. Hey. Let's do it. <laughs> um, let's talk about a little TV. TV Ooh, stuff. TV. Hold on, I got an itch in my eye. On my eyelash. I can't open my eye yet. <laughs> to read my notes. Oh, that feels so good. I, hate that shit. <laughs> I get I did that shit on the way home and then I like my eye was all like a beet red. I'm like, ouch. <laughs> ouch. Look, now I look all contagious and shit. Right. You fucking Salisbury steak and fucking pink eye. I can't hear you. Nope, can't hear you. Did you pull the cord? Nope, nothing. She's saying stuff, but I can't hear her. Nope, can't hear you. All right, all right. So I'm going to, should, should I... Nothing. Nothing. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up and I'm gonna call you right back. Wait, how about now? Oh, you're there. Okay, there. What happened? Muted it because off. You muted on the computer. Yes. Oh shit, son! I thought, damn, we, we've been on a good streak lately. We're good. We're good. Um. So I ran across this HBO documentary this week that was new called At the Heart of Gold, and it's about the Larry Nassar and the Olympic gymnastics shit. Refresh my memory. What story is that? He was the do- he was the fucking team doctor that oh. was sticking his finger inside all those little girls. Yeah. Oh, god damn. You had to get all graphic and shit. Um, I didn't remember that his fucking name. I think I just blocked it out. Um, yeah, they didn't actually use it in the title, which was good. So it's just called At the Heart of Gold, the Olympic Gymnastic Story. The interesting thing, I came in in the middle of it, and I've been trying to look out for it to catch it from the beginning again. And the interesting thing that I didn't quite realize was that he wasn't really brought down for the Olympic shit. He was fired from the Olympics, I think, because of rumors. And then he went to go work for um, Michigan State University. And then that's when girls started complaining. And it ends up that he actually got arrested for um, assault on a girl who was um, a neighbor. who was like a little girl neighbor of his that he was assaulting. So when he got arrested for that and was in jail for that, then they found a shit ton of child porn on his computer. And then it's like. Well, we can't. It's going to be hard to defend you. So then he took a plea deal, and and after that is when all these Olympic girls started coming out and talking because this first girl, actually, it start it started with a girl at, at, at the Michigan University that started talking, and then this neighbor girl, and then so once once he pled guilty, then all these kind of other girls started coming out and telling their stories. So what basically what happened was is he he got nailed for the child porn and the assault on the neighbor girl. But they let all the gymnastic girls speak during his sentencing as part with the victim impact statements. Uh-huh. And, I, and I think all of that kind of led to the judge's decision on her final sentence. Because you remember, if you remember, it was a female judge 
and she ended up sentencing him to 40 to 175 years. <laughs> and she straight told him to his face, I just signed your death warrant. Um, <laughs> I remember that. So, yeah, it was interesting that he wasn't actually found guilty for I mean, it wasn't actually the Olympic stuff that brought him down. But it turns out that a lot of those people all ended up stepping down and stuff because apparently they're the ones that let it go on for so long because people said shit back then and nobody did anything, you know? Yeah. The interest also the other interesting thing to me was so he wrote a he, there was only supposed to be originally like fifty girls were going to testify or read their not testify but read their statements and it was going to be like three days long or something or something like that and it turned out like a hundred and some odd girls ended up coming oh. forward because the more of them that spoke kind of you know more of them were like felt empowered to tell their stories and it lasted for like eight days. Jeez, and like halfway girls, through, man. this fucktard wrote a letter to the judge asking for it to stop because he couldn't take it anymore. Oh, boo, fucking who? And the judge even said in court, she goes, I'm not going to read all of his letter, but I'll read some of it. It's like in one of the one of the parts of the letter he wrote that because the, she she the judge made him sit in the um, witness stand and listen to the testimonies up there next to her. Oh shit! He, he, he wrote in his letter, "Oh, she just wants me. You just want me sitting next to you so the cameras will be on you." Oh my god! What a narcissist! And he, and he even said something about these women calling them "well, how hath no fury like a woman scorned." Oh man! And the, the judge said it was pretty much his letter that made me sign his death sentence because she's like, he he doesn't get it. He has no respect for women. He yeah. has no remorse, and he just doesn't get it. And she said that what she ended up doing was sealing his the document of his letter because he ended up kind of blaming some of the victims. And she goes, nobody ever needs to see that. So she sealed it so nobody can ever – like it's a sealed record. Nobody That's can good. ever go read it because he was just such a piece of shit. That's good. It's interesting you but say you the judge, the judge was in it too and they were talking to her afterwards and stuff. But it was really cool hearing her point of view and, and stuff like that. It was It was really good. Reminds me, I ended up, I ended up did watching some shit this, uh, this weekend then, because I ended up watching that, uh, the Zac Efron, Ted Bundy movie that's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Not, not only did I watch that, I ended up starting to watch that documentary that they have on there of, of like, the interviews oh, yeah. that I did with him, like, after the word, the tapes and shit. Yeah, yeah. Kid, uh, the kid did a good job, man. He played, he played the fucking role pretty well. I mean, supposedly Bundy's the true essence of a psychopath. Was it psychopath or psycho? Or a sociopath. Yeah, 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 that one. Whatever it is, man, like, it was, it was fucking crazy how, like, he had this life with this, like, woman and that woman's daughter and, like, just was, like, you know, no big deal. Like, he, he you know, she never had any inclination that he was like this. And then he would go off and, like, do these heinous fucking... Murders and shit. Yep. But, uh, yeah. So so I, I ended up starting to go down the rabbit hole of watching the documentary with, uh, with like, his the tapes of his, like, interview. And it's, like, just fucking crazy that someone can be that fucking, I don't know, just insane, maybe. I don't, insane's probably not even the best <laughs> word. But crazy that they can be that insane. Cra- yeah, crazy that they can be so crazy. Have you? So we actually watched one of the Dark Side of the Ring episodes on Viceland. Which one? 
Oh, well, of course we watched the um, Miss Elizabeth and Macho Man Randy one. Oh, okay. That one was sad. Yeah. I, I didn't know that that's how she went down. We're sitting there watching it, and my husband's like, Lex Luger killed Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty damn. much. Yeah, I, I wasn't... I, if there's, like, a few stories that I'm that they're doing that I was like, eh, I'm kind of over those stories, it would be, like, that story, because I'm in, you know, I'm in the world of that shit, so I'm over that story, and then they did the Montreal screw job, which I'm super fucking over. If I never hear the, those, those words ever again, I would be A-okay. Yeah, I agree. We talked about that one before, too. But here. but the one the ones I, I, I have enjoyed so far were um the one on Bruiser Brody, who got um murdered in uh, in Puerto Rico by another wrestler and and the um which is that one's fucking fascinating. And then the, the one on the Von Erics, um the 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 family and their fucking tragedy of like just losing all all of the brothers and the sons and shit and but yeah that's a good series man there's another one that that they're starting up called the wrestlers which is like you know not as tragic as this one it's more like following some oh, of these guys good. around and stuff this and that one they filmed like i feel like a year and a half ago and i wasn't sure if it was going to see the light of day but i guess because the uh, dark side of the ring is doing so well that they that, that they're going to air those too. So those those will be worth watching. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so Sarah Gilbert uh announced that she's going to be leaving the talk. Okay. And they're replacing her with Marie Osmond. Hmm. Hmm. You're replacing a liberal gay Gen Xer with Marie Osmond. Do we know what where where Marie Osmond stands on certain things? No. Uh, she, I think she's like. Isn't she from Utah? Isn't she? Isn't she more? Is she Mormon? She's got a big ass fucking family. I don't remember what she is, but I thought that they had. I know. Of, I know they're from Utah. I thought they had some sort of like religious overtone or some shit, but I don't know if I was just making that up since I fucking haven't had to think about, you know, Donnie and Marie. Well. Donnie since the mask. Well, well, <laughs> the mask singer. At least, at least he just kept it to the singing part, you know, and didn't get any like sort of preachy shit going on. But I've never heard them be preachy. They're just when I watched their show when I was a kid, it was all just squeaky clean. I remember that. Hmm. Because they were brother and sister, and it was like sketch comedy, and it was you know yeah. singing. He's a she's he she's well, a little bit country. He's a little bit rock and roll. Well, let's hope that it doesn't ruin her, um, you know, her her image by her fucking opening her mouth on a sh- on a on a because this show is like weekly or daily, right? During the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dangerous. I don't really care about Marie Osmond's opinion. No, yeah, I kind of don't care either. I'm just, <laughs> you know. I mean, they, of all people to throw on a talk show, it's like, yeah, don't really care about like her they opinion. really thought that, that was I mean bit. I think you know I think fucking Sarah Gilbert was probably the youngest one they had on the show oh yeah because it's a bunch Two. of like like it's Sharon Osborne. she's still on there yeah Jesus I think it's Julie Chen I don't know wait no she left she's not on there anymore uh, um Lonnie Love or is that the top, the real? 
See, now I'm confused. Yeah, there's too many of these shows. There's the real, the view, and the talk. So, everybody's talking about the Starbucks cup on the Game of Thrones, which we found out later was not actually a Starbucks cup. It was a local coffee shop near, where they shoot in New Zealand. <laughs> Although it was pretty fucking funny. You know, because... Pretty fucking funny. I, I mean, because of, I love when shit like that happens in period-type movies like that. Where it's yeah. like, that has no business being there. <laughs> well, and they're, and they're usually pretty good about that shit on that show. Like, they're usually... You would think so. <laughs> pretty fucking good about keeping the, the aura of things. And then it was like, wait, what the fuck is that? Is that coffee? Fucking, and the fact that she didn't even notice it's in there. It's too yeah. funny. Um... Eric Stone Street from Modern Family, I guess, tweeted out a picture going, everybody's freaking out of Game of Thrones. And it was a still from their show going, we had a cameraman show up on one of our shots. <laughs> it's like, yep, sure, shit. There he is right there in the bushes, cameraman oh, staring at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. HBO did say that they have erased it from all future screenings oh, and on demand. So it won't show up again. That sucks. Although they had, like, I, I, I did like their um, their uh, their comment about it, their original comment about it. Yeah, they said something about she's pissed because she didn't order a latte; she ordered a herbal, uh, tea. herbal tea or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Do you guys watch that show or not? No, husband's talking about watching it now. All of a sudden, I think he has a slight FOMO, but he also brought up a good point that. We like, we like, and we have a tendency, and we like to watch shows once they're done, so we don't have to wait week to week for new episodes. We could just binge watch them. Gotcha. My so only, so my, there's a good chance we'll go back and watch it. My only bit of advice is just get through season one, and then everything will be good. Because right. season one is a little hard to get through, um, but if, if you stick through it, it'll be worth it. Like I said, we just finished Parks and Rec. Which I, we love now. It's like probably one of our favorite shows. We'll watch it in you know rotation. At nighttime before we go to bed, we there's sitcoms we'll throw on before we go to bed. It's either Friends, if I have the remote, Bob's Burger, Archer, or now Parks and Rec. Nice. <laughs> anyway, we watched Breaking Bad after it was already done. I've still and, yet to and, watch that one. That one's excellent. I highly recommend it. I, I told him I still want to watch Sons of Anarchy. That I watched, which, and that was really good. Right, which I think he gave me permission to watch on my own finally because I didn't think he was that interested, so really? I might just do that. But That's if you bad. haven't seen Breaking Bad, then I, you know, I highly recommend that one. That one we got addicted to when we were binging it. I remember watching the first one. I'm like, this is stressful. I don't know if I can watch this on the regular right It's now. very stressful, yeah. <laughs> and it gets just more stressful. Yeah, that first one was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we talked a little bit about how Kim Kardashian was studying to be a lawyer. Yeah, and it was like, what? Yeah, so since then, she has actually helped free 17 inmates in the past 90 days, reuniting them with family. Dude, what the fuck? What she's actually doing right now is her team of lawyers are kind of on this... Hold on, my app just decided to close when I hit that story. Um, her team... Her team of lawyers that she's working with is on this mission, and it's got a name and all that shit like that they're calling it. Um, she's actually funding it right now. That's crazy to me, man. Oh, my God. Why won't this fucking thing open? So, basically, yeah, they're, just, they're going after a lot of people who have been in jail for... Um, Kim Kardashian has helped help free inmates at an amazing high rate, and she's been doing it 
rather quietly until now. Her legal team helped 17 prisoners gain freedom over the last three months or so, each of them having served years of life sentences without parole for low-level drug offenses. It's all part of a 90 Days of Freedom campaign launched by her lawyers that she's working with and a, um, a lawyer at the department collect uh, the de- something else. Uh, the can- <laughs> uh, anyway, they are, yeah, they're basically working to get these, you know, a lot of these people that are in jail for these crazy sentences on because it was their third strike for like a joint. So now they're right. locked up like for life, you know, um, over something that's legal now. Yeah, especially shit like that. So Dude, it doesn't like say what I, these guys originally did, but like one of these guys is back with his family after serving 11 years of a life sentence. I mean, it could be marijuana and easily, and these guys should fucking get out if people in yeah. jail sitting on jail and marijuana charges at this point. That's it, Dude, like, you know how I feel about this family. I can give a fuck about this family, but like all of a sudden, like this chick is going to be like, like even more dope than her fucking like way out of it husband and shit. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing we were kind of talking about. My family was here earlier, and, and it's like, you know, she's got more money than their, their family has more money than they will, they will ever spend. My, I mean, it's, might as well put it to good use. Well, that's the thing. She doesn't have to do any of this shit. She can just... No, she doesn't have to at all. She, she can sure. go to these Met Gala things, and he can make his pretentious, like, beep-boop-boop-beep-boop-boop music, and, uh, and that's it. But, like, the fact that she's actually, like, using this money to do actual good shit, I'm kind of like, fuck, dare I say I'm impressed by a Kardashian? <laughs> Is that yeah. possible? I'm Aaron Xavier? Nah. Good on her. Yeah, man. I was like, fuck, all right, you're the citizen of the week. Oh, that's nice. So we we just watched this documentary on Netflix tonight. It's called Who Killed Jam Master J? Oh, I've watched that one. It's, it was an hour long. It's very sad. It's sad because... They don't know. It's sad because the way the cops handled it. Apparently, the people that were there told them the information. The cops didn't do anything about it. Apparently, the cops told them that they would get witness protection and reneged on it. So then they're afraid to talk to the cops. Totally fucking get it. Especially if it's somebody you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, totally it's, it's, it's a bummer, man. Like, it's... I don't know, I watched it and it was like, oh, yeah, like it rehashed a bunch of shit since it was like 2002 that that shit happened. I'm like, ah, that sucks. Yeah. It's like they're talking about this. Like, there's cameras all over the fucking place. When they want to track somebody down, they can track somebody down. Yeah. Cops didn't give a shit, plain nope. and simple. Nope. For, for a dude uh, like that, that's the, the shitty part because it wasn't like he was so sad. thugging out or anything. Because the whole time we're watching this, I'm like, who, you know, and they're trying to go through all these different conspiracy theories and stuff. And I'm like, who the fuck buzzed him in? All you got to do is ask the goddamn person who they saw on the camera that they buzzed in. Because I'm sure they just didn't buzz for whoever fucking buzzed. They looked at the camera and then let him in. Yeah. If you had a, one of those buzz doors, that you're not letting everybody in. So you knew no. the fuck you let in. Have you heard all this shit going on with Teen Mom? Right, one of the guy, one of the couples on Teen Mom right now. No, but I read that shit when you sent it to me. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" So this has kind of been all over the place. So one of the couples from Teen Mom, this is like her second husband and like you know third baby daddy or whatever. And this the chick too is a hot mess. Out of all of them, she's probably the worst. And she's a um, Teen Mom. What's that? And well, she was because these are all the girls that. Well, Teen Mom too. 
there was the first season of Teen Mom, and then or sixteen and pregnant, and then the second season, and then we're still following those girls. So they're not still teenagers. Okay, These girls but, are like but they're still twenty five, twenty six, young mothers. Yes, they're in their twenties, and we've been following since they were sixteen and have their babies, most of them. And at first, I used to think the show was actually a good depiction on how shitty things actually turn out. Guess what? Your boyfriend's not going to fucking stay with you. He's not going to be there when he says he's going to. I mean, yeah. it was all real, you know? It was, yep. and, oh, look, he's on drugs now, you know? But once I felt like stupid teenage girls were trying to get pregnant, so like, oh, maybe I get a reality show now. It's Ugh. like, okay, d- dumb. You know, I can't. Yeah. So I know some of these girls, but I don't really know their stories and where they all are now. I just know some of them from seeing them in the news. But this one I always remember was like the biggest fucking train wreck. So... Her latest husband, who's also the biggest loser. So MTV actually stopped shooting with him in February of 2008 because he made some homophobic comments on Instagram about like, oh, if my kid was gay, I'd kill him or whatever. I don't know. You didn't say kill him, but, you know, something. So MTV's like, yeah, we're done with you. So they didn't shoot. They refused to shoot scenes with him anymore they, they would just focus on janelle and her kids and her mom and shit like that they wouldn't shoot with him and now this story is coming out, out that i guess he even posted a video on his instagram of his wife's french bulldog puppy nipping at his two-year-old daughter's face and he lost his the husband lost the shit and he beat the shit out of the dog by supposedly slamming it to the porch and then took it out in the woods and shot it. Oh, what a fucking... And, his, and he's trying to... And he's defending his actions on social media, saying, I'll defend my family against anyone and anything. I don't care who or what, you know, goes after my child. It was like, okay, your kid's two and in the face of a puppy. Yeah. Maybe if the puppy got some goddamn training and you just didn't let your kid fucking in its face, it wouldn't nip at her. But... Hey, you can't train the dog, so you just take it out and shoot it. I hate to see what happens to your kids later on. Wow, man. What a piece of shit. So the local authorities said they couldn't do anything because they don't react to social media posts. And they wouldn't do it. They, wouldn't re- they couldn't investigate unless Janelle actually filed or made a report that she- he shot my dog. Because, like I said, they're not going to go on a post on social media. Even though he they can't. Ad- even though they, they, he admitted it. It could all have been a prank or a hoax or whatever to get, you know what I mean? People do shit all like that all the time on social media to get views and crap. So, no, they can't react to just a social media post. And then Janelle even said in an article about how she was missing her dog and she even posted it and stuff like that. And then, so I guess animal authorities went out there to investigate, but they had a bunch of no trespassing signs on their property and a pit bull was on the porch. And these people were like, nope, and... Turned around and walked away. They weren't going to... Because this guy has said before, like in social media posts, that he's armed. He's even had um, the feds after him for making threats against Trump in social media posts. Jeez. And he's straight up said, yeah, come and investigate my property. You know, I'll, I'll let you know what's up. He's a big gun advocate. Um, there's also been reports that he's abused Janelle and that she's had to call the authorities on him, which she's later kind of denied but I honestly think that she's afraid of him and afraid to leave him. Oh yeah. I, I mean, he's got he's got the that fucking like it's easy to tell what the fuck he's he'd end up doing. Yeah. So I kind of wasn't going to talk about this story at all because I didn't want to give either of them any 
attention for it. Uh-huh. The only reason I'm bringing up is that MTV finally agreed to fire, to part ways with her. They're done. Like I said, they stopped filming with him a while ago, but if she's going to let this behavior happen and, you know, not report it or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, they're like, you know, we're, we're done. And actually, they, the reason they, they quit is because shooting with her is because of him, and they're like, it, we just see this going just bad. So we're done from now. This is like a ticking time bomb kind of thing. Do you think, do you think MTV will scrap any episodes that they're on at this point or that they have been on? Like they won't rerun them? The, spokes, the spokesperson said, nah, I don't know about that. The spokesperson said, we've stopped filming with Janelle Eason as of April 6th and have no plans to cover her story in the upcoming season. Uh, we, you know, we previously ended filming with him and, um, she was making six figures. I mean, most of these girls, that's their whole income now, is this fucking show. Wow. Yeah, she was making six figures per season for this show. And way to go, your douchebag husband just lost you your fucking paycheck. Man, maybe uh, maybe MTV's a little bit to blame about all this shit. They stop paying these fucking knuckleheads so much money to do some stupid shit on, just to be filmed. Sources say the MTV execs told Janelle's manager the killing of Nugget was the last straw and they feared he was out of control and wanted no part of what they see as a looming disaster. Hmm. Yeah. I think if she left him, they might pick her up again because I could see the story going, oh, let's see where Janelle is now kind of thing. Yeah, like, And she'll, she'll eventually leave him. Like I said, this is like her second husband anyway and she's not even 30. Well, hopefully when she does, like it doesn't go south really fast. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Right? Exactly. Jesus Christ. Um, let's move on from TV news. In movie news... Movies. We sadly lost Peter Mayhew this week. Yeah. The infamous Chewbacca. Just right before Aww. May the 4th. Yeah. So I didn't know it. He was actually only he was only a Chewbacca consultant these days. Yeah, I guess Force Awakens is the last one he did. Yeah, and even that one he did like he didn't do like the running scenes and stuff. They they, they let the new guy do that. Yeah, we'll let the new guy do that. Was yeah. he some Asian guy? No, he's a tall like he's he's Aryan as a motherfucker. I don't know what he. Oh, is. I thought he had an Asian name. Like, nah, maybe he's just, like, like I'm confused by the name. I wouldn't like fuck. I want to keep saying like. Slavic or something, but he's like tall, Aryan, has a fucking European accent of some sort. <laughs> yep. But so that's sad. Yeah, that's a bummer. Disney. Yeah. In other Star Wars news, Disney has set their release dates for the new trilogy. Oh my god! And this and this is the trilogy from the um, Game of Thrones dudes. Right, the guys that did the second one, the last one we just saw, right? What? The uh, the um, Jedi, the last one we just saw. No, 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 no. These dudes, these dudes, like, have been working on Game of Thrones for the last fucking, fucking. I don't know what has it been ten years and shit. The last movie was Ryan Johnson. Like these dudes, like, are coming like brand new into the Star Wars world. Oh. Shit, because the other Ryan Johnson guy's getting a trilogy too. He is. Right? I don't know when that one's happening, but the, the, this is the important one because this is the Game of Thrones dudes. Oh. So well, there's a coming out 20, 20, 2022, 24, and 26. 
So that means that we gotta wait a good couple of years before the 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 next Star Wars movie. Yeah. I want more now. I'm okay with that. I want more now. Um. We yeah. watched um we watched a cool movie on Netflix this week. What'd you watch? It was a documentary called The Perfect Bid. The perfect. It was about bid. this guy who loved. Price is Right, and he studied it, and he was a mathematician, and he tried forever to get on the show, and he finally got on the show. Okay, so he was a mathematician, so he was a kid, and he started watching the show, and after watching it for a couple of years, his brother realized, hey, that you know same TV was on you know a few weeks ago, and it was the same price. So we started a database of every prize they had, all the prices, and all the options. So over like two decades, he just built this database, and he just memorized it all. So when he turned 18... He went down there to try and get on the show. And, of course, it took him like 20, 30 times to get on. But he would go all the time. But he was the guy that was in the audience yelling out the correct fucking price of every goddamn item on this show. And it shows you how he'll be sitting in the audience and there'll be people that are like – he would meet people in line ahead of time and then be like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll listen to you. And how you can see him yelling out the numbers and these people are getting on and winning and winning all even the grand prizes and all this shit because – this guy's giving them the answers to everything, which is legal because they encourage people to yell out the answers yeah. on the show. Um, but one time, and this is after he'd already been on, this guy got on and he actually bid on the showcase showdown to the exact dollar, which has never been done before. And you know if you go to the exact dollar, you win both showcases. Yeah. And this is when Drew Carey was on. Okay. And then there was they showed a podcast that Drew was doing with Kevin Pollack where they were talking about whole incident which is great i mean you get the whole backstory on the price is right and bob barker's in it and the longtime producer i mean if you're a fan of the price is right it's a great documentary just in itself about the show but the whole time you're getting this guy who's dying to get on the show this whole time and he knows his shit and you're rooting for him so then this guy gets on and he kind of helps him win and this guy guesses it to the t and all of a sudden like production shuts down because they're like what the fuck just happened (laughs) they thought someone fucking got the answers drew's like I thought I just lost my job. I thought this show's never going to air. Because what happened was is the producer who had been on the previous 36 years with Bob Barker just got let go after Drew came on. So they thought that there was this group of hardcore fans that were pissed that this producer got let go. And they thought there was somebody that was on the set with the show working with this group to fuck everybody over. So they were all scared. And to this day, the guy who made the bid still claims that that was him and his wife's bid. And he doesn't give any credit to this guy who actually fucking helped him. Fuck. <laughs> damn, so damn, you couldn't have even like sprinkled some cash on this dude for a little bit. Oh, there were a couple people that like won everything and were always like, Oh, I'm gonna help you, I'm gonna hook you up and, and he's like, I've never heard from any of them again. Of course not. <laughs> like, no, 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 we good, we good. I'll I'll text you next week. Next week. Yeah. It was pretty it's pretty fun watch. It's a like I said, if you're a fan of the price is right though, it's a it's a fun watch. And what's the name of that sure. one again? It was called The Perfect Bid. The Perfect Bid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds intriguing. Yeah. Too funny. Anyway, I had to get in there, but on that note, we gotta wrap it up because my uh I got five percent juice left on my iPad. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh wait. Sonic the Hedgehog. You sent me the the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> dude, how how terrible does Sonic look, dude? It looks so bad. I mean, okay, the only saving grace is that fucking um, Jim Carrey is the villain, and he's like, it's basically back to like being Jim Carrey. Yeah, Fire Marshal Bill, yeah. and you know, Ace 
Ventura, Jim Carrey, and it looks like it's totally, totally doing it for the kids, which I think they'll love. But, the, but isn't that? But did you read the other article I sent you? Where yeah, that, I was gonna say, didn't they have to like already go back and make changes because people were hating on it already? People were hating on the fact that 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 Sonic the Hedgehog looked like some like abomination alien thing. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> and so they're gonna go back and like fucking re CGI it so it looks cooler than he does right now because he don't look cool at all right now. No, he looks like a little furry little. He looks blue, like a gray like hedgehog. A, like a hybrid human Smurf thing, hedgehog. That's and true. It's disturbing. It's fucking disturbing. That's funny. Nightmares and shit. Uh, so are you gonna go see that when it comes out? No, I'll probably oh, wait till checking. HBO or something. Oh hey, there's a song I want to play for you without you knowing who it is to get your opinion first. Okay, okay, let me see. Let me see. It's a club banger. Takashi six nine and Kanye West. Oh my god! I thought I saw I thought one of them sounded like Kanye, and then the other yeah. one is, is the is the is the snitch. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to play you an actual that's the actual song of his. That's the only song I know. Oh man, I think I, I think I got a little bit of a like. I'm like at first I'm like, damn, is it fucking 1995 and shit? I feel like I'm in Miami all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, uh, it sounds about right. Yeah, there was a time and a place. I ain't this time, and I ain't this place. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, that's the only song I've ever heard of that guy. I, I couldn't. It's like I got I got nothing on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, um, I ain't even got five on it. One of the songs I've been rocking out to though is from Deadpool Two. It's that um, "Welcome to the Party." It's oh, one of the scenes yeah. when the. But um, <laughs> one of my baseball players on the Dodgers is using that as his walk-up music. This. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> That's a cool walk-up song. <laughs> oh, wait. Just to, here we go. This is how I dope walk-up music. <laughs> <laughs> we don't play. Step up in the park. Step up in the party. Huh? 
<laughs> your song just makes me want to walk in a group of people and kick some ass in slow motion. <laughs> but it's got to, yeah, it's got to be a group of people, like at least five of us. Yeah, and, and in slow mo. <laughs> yeah. Before we totally. all meet our untimely death. Yeah. But good times. <laughs> good times. Good times. Good soundtrack. Good talk, Russ. Too funny. Good talk, Dad. Yeah. All right. Good. Okay. Good. We got everything in before uh, my yeah. iPad's gonna die out. Good job. <laughs> good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Goody Squad, 65, out. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs>